If you are a teacher, parent, administrator, student, and or anyone who loves reconnecting children with nature, and you want to figure out how to cultivate learning gardens and nature-based curriculum, then this is the podcast, the Outdoor Classrooms Podcast. My name is Victoria Hackett. I am the founder of OutdoorClassrooms.com and the Secret Gardens Nature Classes. I love witnessing the magic that happens when children are playfully learning outdoors, observing the return of wonder and curiosity. Curiosity when children are interacting with nature is pure magic. This is the podcast that is going to help you capture children's interest and give you not only inspiration, but some real life strategies that are going to help you figure out how to use the outdoor space, your outdoor space, as a teaching tool so you can enlighten the playful learning experience for young children. Welcome to our Outdoor Classrooms community. Are you a director that doesn't really know where to start to try to implement the circle membership into your center or school? Here are five ways you can. Number one, introduce our roadmap to your staff. Invite them to take our outdoor teaching boot camp course, which is included in our circle membership. Number two, access our nature-based workshop library. Includes 40 plus workshops and classes, includes professional development certificates, an idea. Teachers can can watch a workshop or take a class and present it to your entire staff. Membership missions, number three. Once a month, we offer our membership missions. They're playful ways to bring your staff together while enhancing your program. Idea, create a challenge within your center and see who can complete the mission. Number four, two live sessions a month. Connect with other like-minded educators and feel a part of something larger. Take a deep dive. Continue these conversations in your own staff meetings. Number five, outdoor classrooms tour and talk. Again, one person can view a tour and talk and share it at a staff meeting. Study and integrate all these ideas into your program and become a nature-based program. So get your entire staff on board for a special price. Just reach out to victoria at outdoor-classroomswithaness.com. Talk to you soon. To conclude our month of teaching and learning outdoors, we today are going to be talking about how to foster a growth mindset for outdoor teaching. We're going to be talking about three main things. We're going to ask the question, what is an outdoor classroom's mindset? The second is, What's a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset? And thirdly, we're going to talk about five tips for creating a growth mindset teaching culture. Welcome. First question, what's a growth mindset for outdoor teaching? So Carol Dweck, a Stanford University professor, psychologist, and researcher, developed the mixed mindset versus growth mindset theory. In her 2006 book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, which was popularized by the concept of fixed and growth mindset. So we're going to be talking about that, and we're really going to be seeing taking a step back and seeing how this theory can be applied to your outdoor teaching and learning 
practice. Again, a lot of what we're going to be talking about today can be applied to children, but we're really going to be talking about your own growth mindset for outdoor teaching and learning. So we're talking about administrators and teachers and homeschool providers, anybody that is interested in reconnecting children with nature. We're going to be talking about your growth mindset for outdoor teaching. So what is growth mindset for outdoor teaching? Can simply believing you have the ability to to learn, increase your ability to learn? Actually, according to growth mindset researchers, the answer is yes. So does that same question apply to educators? Can educators continue to put themselves into a growth mindset? Thinking about this and then in interweaving this outdoor teaching practice How can we do that? What if teachers have been teaching for years and years and years, and now we're asking, okay, we have this new way of doing it, which is outdoors. So thinking about that growth mindset, thinking about how we as educators can continue growing and developing and learning. So the next piece that we're going to be talking about is fostering this growth mindset for outdoor teaching with a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. So first with that, we really have to understand what is the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. So the best way we can introduce that is through some examples. So a fixed mindset would be, it's okay if you're having trouble teaching outdoors. Maybe this isn't one of your strengths. In this fixed mindset, you're kind of writing off the fact that this outdoor teaching, eh, it's okay. Maybe it's not a strength, but a growth mindset statement is when you learn how to teach outdoors and tackle a new type of problem, like weather would be a huge one, it develops your problem solving skills and your brain. So do you see the shift in terms of the fixed mindset? Ah, I'm just not good at it. Or I, or lots and lots of people say, oh, well, I don't have a green thumb. So I'm not, I, I'm not even going to go there. Or a growth mindset where you're really learning to problem solve and tapping into other parts of your brain. Another example would be stressing the importance of encouraging educators to work through problems. A mixed mindset statement would be great effort. You tried as hard as you could. A growth mindset statement would be the goal isn't to get to the right immediately. The goal is to improve your understanding step by step. What can you try next? I love that. I love that because it's it's not... It's that process of getting to creating that outdoor classroom. The way I love to create outdoor classrooms isn't to sort of, okay, here we have the finished product. Here it is. We're going to hire someone to create this finished product. I love the evolution of creating kind of a do-it-yourself outdoor classroom to really observing what the children need and what they like and really understanding step-by-step. And in this, in our circle membership, we have a new roadmap that really helps you, guide you through those steps that you can take. So another example, teaching educators to be encouraged when they experience difficulty can also reinforce a growth mindset. So an example of a fixed mindset statement would be, don't worry, you'll get it if you keep trying. But the, which sounds okay, right? But the growth mindset shifts the whole mindset. The growth mindset statement is that feeling your experience 
of it being hard is the feeling of your brain developing. So again, all of this can be applied to working with young children. It can be applied to working with different a, st- a whole entire staff. And it can be also looked at your own personal self-development that if once we stop learning, get old. But when we put ourselves in a place of learning, we continue to grow. It's incredible. We move on to the last piece here, which is the five tips for creating a growth mindset teaching culture. But that can also be teaching practice, your own teaching practice. It can be a teaching culture in your whole program. So working together to reframe your shared challenges and goals can also help both both teachers and parents develop growth mindsets and culture. So number one is to value the process of creating an outdoor classroom over the result. And that's what we were just talking about. Really developing that process adding to it little by little and over time eventually getting there. So it can be difficult in a results-driven environment that we want to sort of establish this great outdoor classroom. But when teachers and administrators who value the growth of mindset, it's a long-term journey. And when it's long-term you're and taking small steps, you are more likely to stay on track. And again, this is where our roadmap in the circle membership comes in incredibly handy. So number two is to view outdoor classroom challenges as opportunities. So the first thing again that I come up with is weather. When it rains, when it starts raining, many educators might think, oh, I don't want to go outside. There's no way I can possibly teach a lesson outside. But it's really understanding that children aren't necessarily the only ones that are facing challenges. Teachers and administrators can also benefit from just as much from an outlook that celebrates the process. But again, to really look at these challenges as opportunities. So number three is to experiment with different outdoor teaching methods and nature-based learning strategies. So this is really the fun part. So again, experimentation. I think we're, we've been given such scripts in our teaching these days that the there's no room for experimentation. But it, when educators can experiment and try different teaching methods, it really helps children build the skills that they need to improve on key elements of that growth mindset approach because teachers and educators are modeling it. They're in, they themselves are embracing the growth mindset you will hear a lot of these stories within a lot of our outdoor classrooms tour and talks on on the podcast as well. It's been incredible hearing these stories of educators talking about what makes our program great is that we are learners along with the children. If we don't have the answer, it makes it better because we can then go find the answer and come back. And that is just an incredible way to model learning and getting kids excited that they too don't have to have all the answers. So number four is to celebrate growth. So we're learning. And oftentimes we just sort of, we learn it, we move on to the next thing. We learn it, we move on to the next thing. But we forget that there's this celebration that should happen. So we want to celebrate that growth. We we can see it in the things that are growing in our outdoor classrooms, the plants, the flowers, and throughout all the different seasons, we were just watching the flowers bloom in our cucumbers. And it was like, yep, that is a cucumber is going to come from that flower. So celebrating 
seeing not only the growth of the children, not only your growth as an educator that's teaching outdoors, but also the growth of the plants and animals that are in your outdoor space. So finding outdoor teaching strategies that can reach students and help them learn should be celebrated with the children as well with other teachers and administrators. So this really reinforces an emphasis on effort and process. In our one of our last episodes, Laura DeGaldo talks about her art show and different ways that she has celebrated and brought community together. It's absolutely amazing. Very, very, very small program, which has an enormous impact. So I would definitely go listen to that in terms of really finding different ways to celebrate growth. Final one, number five, is to communicate about your outdoor teaching growth mindset. What does that mean? So sharing your successes and failures. We we want to fail. We want to learn how to fail among teachers and administrators helps to establish a culture that values this challenging mindset, this challenging and a growth mindset. A great place to find this, great place to find a place to celebrate, a great place to find a place to communicate is in our circle membership. And I will have a little bit more about that later. But that's our Minnesota for today, really talking about the three different elements of fostering a growth mindset for outdoor teaching, asking the question, what is an outdoor classroom's mindset? What is the difference between a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset and how we can incorporate that into our outdoor teaching practice and concluding with the five tips for creating a growth mindset teaching culture or even your own teaching practice. Thank you for listening. This is the Minnesota. And if you have any comments, reflections, please leave them in the comments. I love to hear from you. Talk to you soon. Bye.